everybody. Welcome to a ooh, coming in hot. Uh, to a new episode <laughs> of Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. Uh, so I okay. Let me start with the docket. I always miss the docket. So we we, we were good for like a in. week or two, and yeah, then yeah, it just kind of yeah. dropped off. Um, I, there are a couple things that I'm going to throw out at you just that I just read about this morning that I didn't know about. But um, you guys today, very short docket. We're going to have a new TV party of three. And we're going to review the show Netflix original from scratch. I don't know where the cat. I, I don't know what like what uh, we should play if it's like a woo or a woo. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, I have a question for you. Okay, I might have an what's, answer. What's the deal with Subarus? With what? Subarus, like the car. Because Sorry, I, I, thought, had, I thought you said Subarus, like no. Rue the kangaroo. No, okay. Subaru. Because Subaru. I've okay. had my car for two years, yes. right? And um, we all know that I get bored very quickly, so I'm already <laughs> well, like, I'm already like, I think I want to get rid of this. And I'm shocked um, you're still doing the podcast, <laughs> right? And one year, I have like a year left, or I was just like, I think I want to get rid of this car and get something different. And randomly, I was like, what about a Subaru? I'm like, who knows? You know, that's an that that sounds fun and new. And I look at these cars, and there's literally no pizzazz. Like there is. They're, there's, they're, they're, they're not giving me anything, no fire, no nothing, like like no personality. Like these are like basically micro machines. So can I, can I ask you a couple questions here? Sure. Do you plan to go hiking? I mean, girl. Do you plan to go out exploring the wilderness? You know, I'm not doing that shit. Do, do you have in, any intentions of picking up a snow sport? I mean, no, I hate snow. Subarus are not for you. But why, they, why but, but that doesn't mean that they can't look good. Like, why do they look the way they look? Because they aim for luxury. The only car that I've seen that actually think looks cool is the WRX. I haven't but I think the Subarus I'm, in a while. But I think I'm outside of that, like, age range for that. Like, to me, the people who drive, like, VW Golfs are the same people who drive a Subaru WRX. Probably. Are the same people who drive a Scion two-door. Are mm-hmm. the same people who drive, yeah. like, a Toyota Supra. Are the same people. Who, like, I just feel like that's all the same kind of, like... The same people who drive that drive a Veloster, which I used to drive and I felt a little too old for. But like, wh- I just don't understand why their cars just don't look fun. They're more function. I mean, that's fine, but function can be cute. I mean, it can be, but Subaru is definitely, in my opinion, the outdoorsy granola. That's fine. And, and, and a Jeep Wrangler is outdoorsy, but they're cute. Yeah, but a Jeep Wrangler also... It's a Jeep thing. Like, like that's a whole subculture. Don't say that to me. It's a whole subculture. That's fine. But see, it's like, okay, we want this to be functional, but we also want you to look good doing it. Like, the, the Subaru is just like, hey, here's a sturdy car. We we keep coming back to it, and I'm just going to say it again. Just get a Mercedes. I don't I don't want to do with that shit. All right, so, and I forget, are you currently leasing, or are you, did you buy? I was going to buy, and then I ended up leasing at that point because I was just kind of like, uh, that was the day we heard some work news. Oh, and yes. I was like, I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> Swerve. <laughs> I got scared. I was like, uh, I think I'll just lease this for now. So, have, so then you we have, we have some changes happening at work. So then you do have your lease coming up soon. You have yeah. like a year left, right? A year. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you should be looking. Because I kind of want to live in, I kind of want a truck situation because I love the idea of stepping up into something, you know, but I don't want like a pickup truck because that's stupid and I want to have more than eight miles to the gallon and I'm not going to be hauling hey, shit. Hey, so, hey. Pickup trucks get 12. Oh, well, sorry. Uh, but I do kind of want, and I want to get a hybrid because this guy shit ain't. It's, it's not I'm, I'm not out. telling you to get this, but um, A, the Rivian is smaller. It's the electric. Those are $70,000. That was the only reason why I'm selling I'm not doing I that. think they're up to 80 now. And I'm like, where am I going to plug that shit in? I don't have a house. Oh, true. Yeah, I've seen them. They're kind of they're cute and futuristic. I, I saw one coming home the other day, like off coming off River Road. Mm-hmm. There's one that lives back. Like, so yeah. if you come off River Road, you can turn left they're to cute. go to my house, right to go. But they're cute. Yeah, they're I like really them. cute. But they're, they're tiny. There's another car that I saw that didn't have a name on the back, and I was trying to Google what its symbol symbol mm-hmm. was. I don't remember what it looked like, but I don't know what kind of car it is. I don't know why I brought that up, but it looked fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like I think it looked like a compass, maybe like a compass. I think I was trying to Google it, and then I, I probably have Google image search, no, and I'm, I don't know how to I'm do it. I'm thinking because so no, I mean like like the only thing I can think of a compass is, is Mercedes, the propellers. Um, no, I, I, the peace sign, and I, then this was on the back of the car. Okay, I, 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 my brain said I took a picture of it, but I probably didn't. I, the funny part is I, I'm pretty sure there is <gasps> a car called the compass. I think I sent you a picture. 
I think I was like, what kind of car is this? Did you? I think so. I'm gonna go look. We had to stop because we had to figure this car out. It's a it's a Polestar. Which I've never heard of. Yeah. It was a Swedish company. Yeah, cute. Um, sorry, I just I just didn't understand some Subarus. Um, I then, didn't stop the timer. That's completely inaccurate no. now. <laughs> My other thing was, uh, did you hear that Ellen Pompeo is leaving Grey's Anatomy? Shockingly, no. Normally, Emily tells you things. I'm going back to the conversations we've had. Haven't heard that. Grey's Anatomy is has just started its 438th season. Probably. Um, no. But yeah, she's apparently leaving the show. Do you know when? I don't know. I feel like she's, but somebody I know that's been watching it has been like, she's rarely been in it this season anyway. Let me see if, it, if they say what she's going to. But, and she was like, I'll be back. And I'm like, well, obviously you will, but I don't know. I haven't watched um, Grey's Anatomy since, spoiler alert, since uh, McDreamy. Yeah. Since, that was the last time I watched it. I think I got angry. I think I was pissed about it. That was when it started going off the rails for me. And I've never jumped back in because it's just, it's been too long now. It's been like way too long for me to try and catch up. But here's the thing. The show's about her, pretty much. Yeah, it's called Grey's Anatomy. And she's Dr. Grey. So what the... I don't know. Is who, it going to be afterwards? I don't know. I don't know who's on this show anymore. I have no idea. They had way too many kids coming out of, coming out of the... Too many half-sisters coming out of the woodwork for her. And I was just like, this is getting to be very weird. But it's fine. But I just wanted to... For those Grey's fans, I guess. I'm sending this to Emily as we speak. Um, But... I think after that, we could actually, if you want, we can go into our TV party of three. What do you think? Let's do it. All right, you guys. So TV party of three, based on our review today, we are going to talk about three star-crossed TV couples. Like I, got, either, I, got, I got a list. Either our favorite. I don't know if it's the favorite. Is it favorite? Because can you say, ooh, that was my favorite star-crossed couple i would admit this took me a minute to think about because all the ones i could think of were movies and going to tv right. your brain specifically. Went, your brain went specifically to romeo and juliet 100 percent. but this well, is also because like, we use the star-crossed lovers yeah recommend. yeah and but i think this is like i wanted to say like when i say star-crossed i mean couple tv couples that just can't catch a break like they just can't like it's it is a thing where they are we're happy and Three minutes in, you're like, fuck this again? Like, what the actual fuck? So are, so my question is, are we going to give, like, just their names or, like, the names of the couple and the show they're from? Yeah, name and show. Okay. I got. I, I want. I have a funny one to start three. with. Three. We're doing three. It's a party of three. We but can I, only my, fit six at this table. But so my first one is funny. Okay, what is your first one? Sam and Dean Winchester from Supernatural. They're not lovers, though. But couple. We said Starcross couple. Okay. Tell me they ain't some angsty teenage girls in that show. I mean, I guess, I guess I'll, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, think, think I'll about, allow it. Think I'll about, it. think about how often they're like, oh my God, I love you. You're my brother. I can't believe you did that, Sam. Never going to speak to you again. Why hasn't Sam called me in a day? Oh but, my God, Sam, I love you. But are they really star-crossed? Because they're looking for trouble. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, like they're quite literally out looking for but, demons. But to, your other, but to your other description of the ones who like, they just can't catch a break. They really can't. I'm, I'm it, that fits the description perfectly. I'm with you. I like what you're doing. I'm all, I'm, I'm, yeah you know i would have expected that from you that was my outside I, the box one but I, I i get it i i get it i'm 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 with you i'm going on this journey with you okay uh i think for me um my first one would honestly be my brain goes back to game of thrones times okay game of thrones mm-hmm. times yep, yep yep um and i'm thinking my brain goes uh john snow and egret yeah because because they catch a break they they like you know it was like their their personalities didn't match and then they didn't match and then it was like oh uh, John Snow you did nothing John Snow and um there you know that whole thing and then just when they finally do have a chance to kind of like I don't know be happy they can't because it's war and it's war torn yeah. and all that kind of thing so actually that was one of the ones that I thought of I mean I think Game of Thrones had a lot of had a lot of like star crossed like couples mm-hmm. I mean we think I mean I'm. Honestly, Jon Snow, Egret, Jon Snow, Daenerys. Um, Jon Snow and um, XXX. Uh, right. Um, what's her name? Uh, Br- Brienne and um, Jamie. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a lot. But this is one that I think is, is kind of easily forgotten because it did end so early in this, like, midway through the series. But they, they took it into real life. But it was a big one. So that, that's, one, that's number one for me. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with number two. And I think I probably stole this one from you. I'm, 
So you're probably gonna be like me too, just like with the Golden Girls. Um, Olivia Pope and Fitzgerald from Scandal. I didn't even think about them, but this 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 is with me. This is what I was like. Come on, Tony Golden. Come on, Daddy. Like he is gorgeous. That is the one I was like. That was literally like the second one that popped in my head. I was like, "What is his name?" I know Olivia Pope, and then for a second, forever, I was like, oh, "Fitz." Olivia Pope is who I strive to be every day. Like I popcorn want, and glass of wine. I have those glasses. I know, and I rarely use them because I'm scared to break them because I got them, and yeah. I think one I was cleaning one too vigorously and I broke it. And too vigorously like it was funny because we we were trying to find these glasses we went in a crate and barrel and we were like we're looking for the we're looking for glasses that like you know they're really tall with this with the slender thing and the lady was like scandal the scandal glasses we were like yeah how'd you know she goes everybody's looking for those we're out you have to order them we were like fine order them bitch and we ordered four oh my and god order a week bitch. after having them we, we broke one. Oh no and i had to order again and now like those glasses are like i'm like these are a collector's item <laughs> Very careful, but did you you didn't even watch Scandal? Did you? Did uh, you? First two seasons. Mm, yeah, that's probably where you should have stopped. Yeah, yeah, they had a lot. Um, I just remember once walking in on Emily watching, and I don't know what season it was, but Fitz built a cabin. Yes. for Olivia, and I was like, yes. "You built her a cabin?" Yes, what? like 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 a black bitch would go live in Vermont. Uh, mm. Like, mm. but I mean, I guess she would have, she would have, but yeah, that was the whole thing. Like it was, for those of you who didn't watch Scandal, like, uh, uh, Carrie Washington or Olivia Pope was his campaign manager. I'm going to say the fixer. She like, she was she, the one who spun everything. Right. I think she started as his campaign manager and uh, then yeah. became a fixer for, uh, for people in DC of like, you know, her politicians, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was always kind of like, and he was married yeah. Yes, he was married the whole time. So during the campaign trail, her biggest campaign manager, they were fucking. And um, when he became president, they kept on fucking. And they took like a couple year break. <laughs> In a couple year break, and he's like, "I built this cabin." She's like, "What about your wife?" And he's like, "She don't know shit about this cabin. <laughs> I didn't build her shit. <laughs> this ain't her cabin. I didn't. This, this cabin's for you and me. Like, well, what about her? She can live where she wants to live. Look, I put that bearskin rug there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Sorry, they were a good couple though." Um, All right, who's your second? I have to go with Alicia Florick and Will Gardner from The Good Wife. I never watched The Good Wife. The Good Wife was such a good show, you guys. Juliana Margulies and um, what is his name that played Will Gardner? God, I can't remember it for some reason. Um, but Alicia Florick, so the setup for The Good Wife, you guys, if you've never watched it, you mm-hmm. should. It's a legal drama. But Alicia Florick was the wife of a, a, a politician. Mm-hmm. And he had he cheated on her, like Shocking. tons of scandal, whatever. And she kind of stood by him, yeah, during it. The good wife, yes, very Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton esque, right? And then I think during all this, if I can remember correctly, she kind of realized my entire life is wrapped up in this man. I need to like build my own shit. Yeah. So she went back. To, she went back to be a lawyer. So she was a lawyer at this firm, Will Gardner was one of the partners, I think. And for seasons, I mean, if you want to know how to do a slow burn, this season did it between these two. And then when they finally, finally were able to get together, spoiler alert, we'll get shot in a courtroom. I was going to like, one of them dies. Yeah. And it was like, this was probably one of the cutest couples to me, like where I was like, like I was like, when they finally got together, I was like, yes, and they, they match so well. God, the good wife i gotta go back and rewatch that it was so good it was with um and then it was also it reaffirmed jeffrey d morgan's daddy status because he popped in toward the end of that show and i was like oh god you look very gorgeous sir so funny you should mention jeffrey dean morgan who's your who's your who's your uh, third izzy and denny from Grey's anatomy jeffrey dean morgan (gasps) Oh, I forgot about Izzy and Denny. It's the funny you should mention Jeffrey oh, Dean Morgan. Who dies in every single show he's in. Actually, I don't think he died in Good Wife or Walking Dead, so that's good to know. But yes, Izzy and oh, Denny. I forgot about this. How did I pull the Izzy and Denny and Olivia Pope and, Fr- and Fitz cards? And we just talked about Grey's Anatomy earlier, too. Yeah, how did I pull those? And Okay. I actually started rewatching Grey's Anatomy like about three or four months ago, and I got right up to that, and I was like, I don't know if I can watch this yet. <laughs> Is that, like it hasn't been long enough. I can't no. watch it. Yet. I couldn't. I, I had to stop there. And also because season two was like twenty eight episodes, and I was like, this is a lot of fucking episodes. It's too long. It's a lot. Oh my gosh, I forgot about them. So for those of you who don't know, again, 
Grey's Anatomy. Izzy was one of the doctors. Mm-hmm. And Izzy was trying to be a heart doctor, a, choreo- a choreologist. I forget what she was going choreologist, for. Cardiologist. Cardi- Cardi- cardiologist. And um, Denny was like, had like heart shit. Yeah, he had like heart issues. And she got to know him, and then he flirted with her like crazy with his sick eyes. And um, she fell in love with him. And then and did some things she shouldn't have done. Right. He was supposed to get a heart transplant, but for some reason, someone else was sicker, and they decided to give the heart to somebody else. So in order to put him on the top of the list, she like cut a wire. She cut an LVAD wire, which was yeah. what was keeping his heart beating, so he could go in cardiac arrest, so he could jump up to the top of the transplant list to get the heart. This is a lot. And... She and I think he ended up like I don't know dying anyway, mm-hmm. and she like and he was gonna take her to like the medical prom. Why? Why did they have a prom? I don't remember they had a prom. Why did the hospital have a prom? But then his ghost haunted her for a season and a half or something. All I remember is like when when the next season came up, like she was still laying on the bathroom floor in her prom dress. So can we can we mention the fact that my first choice was Sam and Dean Winchester, whose father played Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yeah, yeah. My third choice was Izzy and what's his name? Denny. Denny, played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And then there was the episode in Supernatural where Dean's addicted to the Grey's Anatomy of that area. And they made fun of the ghost who haunted like his lover, mm. like referencing Jeffrey Dean's ghost. Like, oh, it, it went full circle. Well, this is so meta. Jeffrey Dean completely was like my inspiration for this choice. He should be a, he should be a lot of people with inspiration. Inspiration. Wasn't he also in the um, P.S. I Love You? Where I don't know what that is. There was like a romantic movie where I think he played someone's wife or his played someone's husband, and he died, and like she had to go find, like review his memories or like she left him like he left him a journal or something. I don't know. I I thought he was in a movie like that. That I don't know. Um, not sure. So my third, yes, and final. And knowing me. If you haven't, if you weren't able to figure this out, I thought it was in your first. I'm, I'm shocked you haven't said it yet. Third to me is the best. Can I guess uh, what it is? Sure, you can guess what it is. Um, I don't know which boy, but it's going to be either Buffy and Angel or Buffy and Spike. Buffy and Angel, um, is to me the epitome of star-crossed couples because this one is like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the mm-hmm. one, the one and only. It gets a little messy later, but the wow. one and only. And a stranger is helping her. Hashtag not my slayer. Um, who? All the other ones, not. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Uh, Kendra was badass though. I loved Kendra. First was she the black haired one? Kendra was black. Um, she was she was just black. So yes, she did have black hair. <laughs> Sorry, but she was also black. She was African. Okay, Kendra gone too soon uh but yes so buffy is the vampire slayer and she meets a stranger who's helping her you know with all of her crime fighting demon solving slaying situation and then she's like he's intriguing he's tall he's dark he's handsome look at these coats look at these shoes look at his outfits look at how hot he is dusters and then turns out he himself is a vampire without a, with a soul dun, dun, dun. and so she is the vampire slayer and she's in love with an actual vampire now i know it seems simple but the best plots are and that is a lot of their thing is that he's a vampire with a soul and if he has mm-hmm. a, if he has a moment of happiness he loses that soul and goes back to being a murderous killing vampire who has no regrets so that's what it is. It's like this will they, won't they, will they, won't they. We can't go too far because if we do, then you lose your soul. But we want to because we're, she's 16, 17. He's like 242. And Can we know. talk about the problems here? <laughs> so like, so that's the thing. Like, it's just like they, it's, it's, it's huge with that because you can feel that tension and that pull and that everything. Oh, they really are to be ultimate cannot find even in the series they couldn't find a time to really be able to that one day or something that got taken away they got taken away from her yeah but he remembers it so can we can we talk about she's a 16 17 year old being played by a 30 something year old how old was she when she was cast as buffy maybe like 22 okay i thought it was much older no 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 sir uh she was relatively young like she it was one of her newer like because right now, she's 45. Looks amazing for 45. Oh, God, yes. And when this show started, 
it was 96, 97. So she oh. was 20. Okay. Uh, playing, playing a 15, 16 year old, uh, which is better. I think, I actually think Cordelia, uh, who was a Christopher Carpenter, I think she was probably the oldest on the cast at that time. Playing a well, because they were soft, they were sophomores or juniors the first season. The first season they were sophomores, so they would have been fifteen. Yeah, right. So Christopher Carpenter is actually fifty-two. So she was twenty-seven, playing a fifteen, sixteen-year-old, and she was over her age too as well. Did, I, did you watch that video I sent you this morning of all the guys who were in their fifties? Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, but but yeah. So for me, it, it's it's Buffy and Angel to me are like the ultimate. Well, I knew it was gonna be Buffy. I just didn't know who which boy you're gonna pick. It has to be the first one. It's gotta be the first love. Okay. They 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 had they had three full seasons together of just like, oh my god, the time when um when he said we have he tried to he said we have to break up, and she was like, I can't believe you're gonna do this. How am I supposed to like live without you? And he was like, You won't. I'm gonna leave town and all this stuff, and you won't see me leave. Basically, yeah. And then she was like, but prom, because, you know, she's 17 and they have to go to prom. And then he showed up at prom anyway, even though she was like, you know, like sad about it. And she was like, well, I guess I'll have a date. And then the, 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 all the school like recognized that she like was the one protecting them these these all these years oh my God. and gave her like a little like superb, you know, the superlative awards. Like, yeah, the queen, like that. they gave her like a little award for like if they were like, you're the one like we know. You think we don't know who you are or what you've been doing, but we noticed that you've been you're the one that's been like saving us for the past few years. Aww. And then at the end, Angel shows up and they dance for the last time. Uh, it's such a good show. It's tough for a rewatch. It's so tough for a rewatch. It's been a while. <laughs> are you tearing up? I don't know. I just missed that show so much. It was so good. You guys, <laughs> stay tuned for this week's review. Jay's showing emotion. <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I don't know if we actually went to break. I don't remember now. Uh, we, I, I had to stop and watch the scene. <laughs> I had to make. I had to make uh, MJ watch the scene where uh, when Angel makes, breaks up with Buffy's uh, season three, episode twenty, <laughs> and it was very emotional. And how spot on was I about that line? Oh, you sold it. How Hard. am I supposed to stay away from you? <laughs> Anyways, God, so good, so good. To our Skip review. season four. Skip season four. <laughs> Today, as we said earlier, we are taking a look at Netflix original series from scratch. I'm sorry, I still got Buffy on the brain. It's time to rewatch. It really is. I, I know I've said that like three times, but I've got to like, I can't forget about it. Yes, from scratch. I, I, I want to read the description of what the show is that they have on IMDb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. An American woman falls in love with a Sicilian man while studying abroad in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. literally the entire yeah. description. Yep. Um, it, you, it, you need nothing else. You, you really don't. It, it is based on a book um, also of the from, same name. I was going to ask. Yes. Uh, the artist was uh, Tim B. Locke. Uh, she also helped with a teleplay for this. Um, oh, and, and good. Everything. And, and I believe from what I read about the book that this is very close like the events are very close okay. to it. Um, I think the biggest difference is that I think Tim B was was wanting to be uh, an actress instead of like an artist, or maybe a little bit of both. Mm. But it basically was based. It, it it did follow this very very closely. I, okay, a that makes me happy. I like it when when things follow the source material as close as they can. Um, I, I get being a different media and medium. I guess you have to change things up where scenes may take longer in a book because you can describe them. Yeah, yeah. A scene may take two seconds to shoot the same description. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Uh, so we, so we can go through and, and do the, um, and do the cast. I, I, I believe, I really believe there's really only about three people that, I mean, I'm, I might honorable mention, uh, a couple of people, Sure, but I believe there's really only three real world main characters. Would you agree? Um, Depends on the third one, but the fir- the first two for sure. Yeah. So first off, um, uh, Zoe Saldana, um, or D- Donna? Is it Saldana? Sal- I think Zaldana? it's Saldana. Um, and we all know her. Yeah. Um, Avatar, come come through. Uh, what's her name in uh, Gamora? Yep. From Guardians of the Galaxy. 
come mm-hmm. through. Uh, played with Jeffrey Dean Morgan in the um, replaceables or so, I, I forget. I remember. I remember talking about. Yeah, remember talking about, or the losers. Movie. That's what it was. Yeah, with Evan um, Chris Evans and as well. Right. Um, she was a horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Trek. This girl's been around the world, has she not? Girl has been out in the universe. Like I, I honestly, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, I don't know why I'm just saying this now, but, but to be, I, I'm, I, I don't think that I'm step. I don't think I'm overstepping when I say that Zoe Zaldana is one of like the, the, versatile, versatile actresses that we have. She really is, and I honestly, I don't think she gets enough credit for the work she does. Ugh, ugh. Yes, let's talk about it. Like, there's no the losers. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, she really is amazing, and, and and she looks like she did when she was ten years younger. Yeah, she doesn't age. She she does not age. And I I just I every I think anything that she's in, I, I don't think about Zoe Saldana until Zoe Saldana shows up, and I'm like, oh, hey girl, mm-hmm. I know I'm in good hands. Like you've got, I, agree. I know you've got me. Like you're cradling me here. Like she's got us. If she's gonna be in the movie, the movie might be shit, but I know Zoe's got us. Oh, for sure. Um, so she plays Amy or Amage. She's the woman in the description, right? So uh, Amy is. Look, this this story spans. I want to say almost fifteen years. So it goes from two thousand two to 2018 but she when she goes to um italy she's taking a semester off or a year off from law Law school school. which means she's either just started or in like her second semester probably um i'm just well i I don't i don't think they would ever let their and they take a third year off so she's probably what 24 starting out i don't know i wasn't that's not where i was going with that oh that's that's, 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 that's 24 years old ish is about the age she's at um but yeah, so she's just doing. Um, she went there to study because uh, she is. She's also she's fighting her uh, her creative side mm-hmm. because she's like being a lawyer is obviously the most practical thing. But she's got she's like I've got this creative side that I just want to explore. Yes. Um, and then we have uh, Eugenio Mastrandrea, who let me just say is. I I don't know how to say this. The quintessential Italian guy. Cute, dreamy, flirty, good of food, good to talking with women. Uh, he and he plays Lino. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess. I guess so. I. I, I would. I would have thought that more. Uh, for me, oh, the first guy she met. Yes. The player Giancarlo. Yeah, he was definitely the player. So like Lino was very like the honest, like deeply fall in love with you kind of guy. Well, I, I, not to say Giancarlo couldn't. True. Giancarlo couldn't. Yes. But uh. But yeah, so so uh, Eugenio, I don't know if I know him from from anything. He was born in Italy. I don't remember him or, or recognize him, but I I didn't go through his credits. But none of them now looking at them look familiar. He's done a lot of a, a, a lot of international things. Yeah, a lot of international things that that, that I wouldn't have seen. Uh, and then for me, the real the, the other really main um, character is really Danielle Deadweiler, who plays. Amy's sister Zora, because I think aside from everyone else, she really is like in it the mo- in it the most. Well, she's in it, so everybody's almost is credited for pretty much every episode. But yes, Zora has the most screen time. Maybe she's the one I just cared about the most. Probably <laughs> was that who you would have thought would have been third? That's who I thought you were gonna go with. I thought for a second you might have mentioned their daughter. Not trying to be a spoiler, but like no, okay, I, I wouldn't have. Uh, and and then for me, I don't mention it, it's Keith David who plays Amy's father, Amy and Zora's father, because Keith David has been around since the beginning of goddamn time, and killed he's, it. He's been in, he's been in Greenleaf. He's been in. I mean, he's he's a voice actor. Like once you hear his voice and you see him, you're like, yes, obviously that guy. Uh, he's been in Pitch Black. He was in. Uh, he I think he voiced Spawn, the the, the uh, cartoon. I want to say they I didn't series. know that. Uh, he's been in Rick and Morty. He was in a, a, a little known 90 people called Dead Presidents. Like this man worked Requiem for a Dream. Like his voice is iconic. Armageddon, Chronicles of Riddick. Like this man is working. Like he is always out there. So as soon as you see this man, you're like, God, I know that guy. He was in The Nice Guys, which I randomly saw uh, on was Netflix. He in that? Yes. And that movie's great. I didn't know he was way. in that. I, I, I'd never seen it. It's amazing. This man was in Roadhouse, y'all. In '89, with Patrick Swayze, like like his been is everywhere. Wow! So I felt like I had to like mention Keith David because he is just cool. 
I love that guy. Mm, fair enough. So you know. Uh, so so yes. Yeah, so let's get into the into the plot. And you guys, we're we're, we're going to spoil a little bit of stuff. So yes. just so you know, but I feel like it's kind of hard to do to to do that with uh with it being a book. But this is what informed our TV party of three was mm-hmm. you know couples who just can't catch a goddamn break. That's the best way to say it. Uh, so. But, okay, starting out. So, we've, yeah. we, we we come in. Amy is in, and what I don't remember what her real name is. Amy short for. Uh, Amage. Yes, which, is, they were saying. which was an African mm-hmm. um, name that I her parents so. gave her. Yeah. Um, but she's in Italy. She's there for six weeks. She's taking a, a course abroad to study painting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, sharing a flat with people. Getting a job. She's paying for it for herself. Um, but her father does want her to go back to law school. Her father is a lawyer in Texas. Right, Houston. Uh, the moment I said there, I was like, it's a black family from Texas. Yeah, they love their barbecue. Uh, they did. Uh, but no, so he he doesn't think this is worthwhile. Uh, Amy goes in thinking this is going to be one of those like magical experiences. In the first scene, you literally see her explain literally what she wants to do. And the person who picked her up from the airport goes, okay, and then your second week here on, what are you going to do? Because yeah. everything you said, you can do it in one week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I actually thought that was kind of, kind of funny. Like, it was just, she she gets just advice from this, I mean, acquaintance friend that just say, you know what, basically, I mean, I'm going to say her advice boils down to color outside the lines. Like, <laughs> Take do a not, lover, that's fun. Don't don't follow what everybody else is doing. Don't do not do the things you that you know you're supposed to do. Like, Don't hang out with just Americans. Yeah, like like go and experience and and learn and, and and get to know things. Like don't just, you know, follow the same path as everybody else. Well, it's it's almost cute and naive how small her view of like what like it's very American, like I'm gonna go do all the touristy things. Oh yeah, that, like, that's what I think. Yeah, it's like it's very I'm not I'm not saying it's like babyish, but it's very like cult like like not culturally evolved. Like you're gonna go in going, Okay, I wanna see art and you know, some pretty buildings. Like that, that. That was her entire idea of Italy. Yeah, you you, you go you go see the big shit. Like yeah. just, just like you do with any other city. Like when I went to New York for the first time, I was like, oh, Statue of Liberty, blah 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 blah. You mm-hmm. know, and literally, it's like you could do all that in a day, and then and then what after that? But that's so where you I fully get that. But you you soon see as she's in Italy, like the difference in how Americans view mm-hmm. life and how Italians view life. Like I feel like Europe. In America, like this, like very much highlight like the different views mm-hmm. of like how we see the world. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So, so she, so she does spend this time there. She does end up, you know, getting to know people. She picks up a boyfriend named mm-hmm. Giancarlo, um, who picks gorgeous. her up by buying her. You know, he, you know, he was in Grey's Anatomy, right? No, he was the lover that uh, uh, Doctor Gray took in one of the recent seasons. Oh, so season two hundred and forty-four. Yeah, oh, great. Uh, but no, like he paid for her coffee, and she ends up being her his girlfriend for like I don't know how long. Yeah, but couple yeah. weeks. And he shows her some some really cool like art places. This art, art. His family and, owns a gallery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she does. Uh, he's obviously the go- like like the quintessential hot, gorgeous, finely dressed. Yeah. suits every day. It comes from money. Uh, and which uh, if 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 I was in this story. I'm like Lena, you cute and all, and I'm glad you can. Uh, I'm glad that you can can cook and shit. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me fed. But I would also like to be eating hundred dollar bills. So thanks, <laughs> Giancarlo. Let's go. Put, bring the car around. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. Uh, I'm not even gonna say I'm kidding because I'm not kidding. Yeah. But she she gets to know Lino, and they become like friends and stuff like that. And then they start to. Well, she re- literally like meets him by running into him on the street. Yeah. And they start to realize, like, you know, this might not just be, like, a friend thing. Because uh, Amy's uh, dad and stepmother Mm -hmm. come to visit to meet um, Giancarlo. But they end up meeting Lino first because they go to Lino's restaurant. Yes, because it's the best food. Right. And uh, Giancarlo's late. So they start talking to Lino and they learn about Lino. And this is also when... Like Amy's dad is kind of drilling, you know, like, you know, why didn't you like you're just a cook? And Do you have education? Yes. Did, and he's like, what do you mean? He's like, did you go to university? Oh, I, I did, but I didn't finish. Right, right, right. And, and, and he's doing he's basically kind of doing all the things that he's trying to, you know, tell his daughter not to do, which is like not necessarily not follow your dreams, but hey, not make these practical decisions. Well, and I think this is and this is where you start seeing 
how Amy and Lena like are so well together. They're both artists. Lena mm-hmm. with his food, Amy mm-hmm. with with actual what we consider art. Yeah. But like they're both like passionate and display what they have, and they're yeah. very like emotional. And they want to experience right. life. Right. Uh. So 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 through all of this, through the soul searching, you know, obviously through all that, Amy Amy ends up deciding, you know, Lena's best for me. I want Lena on the day before she's supposed to leave. Right. Um. Cue the violins. And, and, the, and the thunderstorm. The so basically, which to me, I think this might be a little different in the book, but he basically says, Hey, let's be together. I'm going to or wait, they do they do take a little bit of time before he goes. He he well, I she's so the night before she leaves, she's yeah, like it's a fez and all that. He she goes, Oh, hey, meet me at my flat. I'll wait for you and let you in. So he waits for her. Well, I don't want to spoil all the detail but, details. Oh, but that's where he's like, I can be they serve food anywhere. Cut to episode two, two months later. Yeah. Yeah. So he leaves he leaves uh Italy, Italy. to move to her, move with her to, to LA. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, I mean, I think at this point we're starting to be like, what's going on in this family? And basically, that is kind of why this connection that they have, I, I think, is because Lionel's father is a farmer. In and Sicily, he, which is apparently right. something of like a disgrace. Apparently, I didn't realize like Southern Italians versus Northern Italians. Yeah, it was, was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing either. Uh, but, you know, he's like, his father did, does not, he left the family business basically to go to university and then to try to be a chef to basically forge his own path. Mm-hmm. And his dad is like, that is a disgrace on the family. Like, so we do not speak of Lino. So a curse Lino, upon you and your, in your yeah, houses, uh, Lino doesn't speak to his dad. And because of that, he can't speak to his mom or his sister or his niece because they're very traditional, very like yes. the patriarch tells you what you're doing. Right. Exactly. And the wife will just suffer in silence. Well, basically kind of, uh, so 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 he he's like I have no attachments here I'll move, and so they move and obviously they're having like you know issues because they they're they're two just like they're two you know mid twenties people and they're like we're gonna be artists yay yeah. and then they get to L A and are like they're moving in with Zora who mm-hmm. I thought this was weird I I don't know if it was, if it's the if it's just an age thing but I could not. I went through probably eight episodes thinking. I went through probably six episodes thinking that Zora was the younger sister. No, I thought she was the older. I never thought that. Um, I didn't. I always thought that 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 uh, Amy was the was the older. But no, uh, they move they move in with Zora because Zora's got a steady job as a teacher, mm-hmm. and they're living with her for months until they can really get on their feet. Well, and, and you see, like Lino has trouble finding where he can be a chef. He Gets a job at this restaurant and he's there's a waiter. He's not he even gets, cooking. He he gets a, he gets a, a a job at Manjamia, and Manjamia is basically Olive Garden. It looked shittier than Olive Garden. It's basically Olive Garden without nice inside decor. He and not like the not like where you go into a Mexican restaurant and you're like, oh, this looks a little dirty, but the food is good. Like this is like this doesn't look great, and the food like they're microwaving spaghetti let me put it this way so when he is expoing getting his meals they were griping him for cleaning the plate like the rim of the plate to make it look better because it took too long exactly they're like no get the food out get the food out get the food out uh so yeah so he was obviously not happy doing that no and then amy is trying to get a job at a gallery she has a job at the gallery she's trying to move up yeah exactly she's trying to get promoted and uh her boss is a little bitchy She's there to be like a servant, pretty much. Right, right, right. So this is so this is where we we see them really start kind of running into, you know, issues because she's kind of starting to progress in her career, and Lino is kind of stuck. Well, and you even notice like, and it's not just that the fact that he can't get a job or progress in as a like chef. He's also missing Italy. Right. He tries to find the football games, and he's right. staying up late, and he's so they're trying to find like. I have no culture here. Like mm-hmm. I, I uprooted. Mm-hmm. I have nothing that's me. Right. And, and, and that's where Amy, you know, does some research, finds out, you know, it's LA. LA is a big fucking city. Yeah. And they're able to find him some, some Italian and Sicil- Sicilian friends, mm-hmm. um, a bar that shows like, you know, football, international and, games and everything like that. So that way he could, he could at least have a slice of home yeah. while he's, you know, while, 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 while they're in LA. Uh, and then we, this is when we, they decide, Hey, we're going to get married. Yes. Yes. And they 
Do they go back to Italy? I don't remember if they do or not. They get engaged, and then they go to Italy to get married. So they get married in Italy. They're just not in Sicily down in the south. Right. And um, obviously, this is where we start seeing like a little bit more of Lino's parents. And the huge like gap and division between right. him and his father. Right. So they're like they're literally like trying to um get her to come and you can see the mom is like torn because she wants to go but sicily is such a small area that she's like if i identify my husband everyone's gonna know the fact that she like the pebble thing that made me laugh yeah and she like she like the mom is so pit like his mom philomena is so mad that she's like, and you guys, and I, and I, I feel like, I feel like I remember my mom doing this <laughs> when I was a kid. I feel like any time my mom and my stepfather, who's basically my dad, um, anytime my, my mom and my dad like had a fight or something like that, I could always tell because it would be like he would get home, and he'd be like, "Where's dinner?" And she'd be like, "What dinner? I got me some." Like, like that would be the night that she didn't cook. Like she would bring home just enough food for me and for her, and it would be like he'd be like, "Where's dinner?" She's like, "Oh, I brought something for me and uh for me and Jeremy." And he'd be like, "Did you have any left? No, I just got it for us. It was last minute." Like, like she, like she. I, I feel like I could be making this up, but I feel like she did. Well, this. In the fact, like what you're saying is like Philomena made pasta and she made sauce, but she ate all the sauce she on hers all sauce. and put like one drop this on queen, his. This queen, this queen, and, and, and he try, he try to be like. I guess I'll eat these, eat, eat these, eat this panay with, with nothing on it. He put olive oil. He's like, I gotta get something on here. I was like, I feel like my mom has done that shit before. But that, that that's why you don't fuck with a wife. Like, she, she, she'd be like, hey, I'm sorry. Um, Look, I can't disobey him, but I will make sure he knows I'm pissed. Right. You made sticks tonight? Yeah. Why is mine well done? I'm sorry. I got I got busy. I got distracted. I had to pull mine and Jeremy's off. Um, Yours got left on a little longer. My bad. Mine is perfectly cooked. Sorry. <laughs> That is a perfect med. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, so she, so so Philomena was just trying to do like you know she's like I'm missing my son's wedding. Yeah, not not to mention missing my son. Yeah. Uh, so so they they go through the wedding without a hitch. Lino's Lino's family doesn't show up, which is really sad. And I think this is where we start seeing like they his, his Amy's family hasn't really been like, and when I say family, her parents haven't really been like super on board with with this. They still mm-hmm. see it as like a as like a puppy love, a fling. Yeah. And I think when this happens, they really start to like say, actually, her dad is really like, I need to make this, this man needs to be, he's he's, he's going to be in a family. I need to make sure he understands that I am here for him. And I think that's when you start seeing them kind of build that familial bond as well. Well, you, you definitely see it because he needs to go pick up, or uh, Lino needs to go pick up his, um, what was it, his, his wedding tux and his dad soon to be father-in-law mm-hmm. goes with him and you know he goes like before i give you the keys like i need to have some questions like why is this what's with you, you and your father like he wants mm-hmm. some history yeah. and that's when lino definitely opens up and is like okay here's what's going on it's a yeah. disgrace it's an italian thing you can understand this like right and he man to man he really connected he was like i get it yeah no more needs to be said let's go yeah yeah uh and and then like after the obviously after the the wedding they kind of stay and kind of honeymoon mm-hmm. and Amy tries to do this weird little sleuthing thing to get in touch with, with his, with his family. Well, they go to the, the Island that right. they're from. Right. Uh, and they're, and they're trying to like, they actually end up being able to sneak Philomena ends up being able to sneak out with, with her daughter and, um, her granddaughter who mm-hmm. is, you know, Lino's sister and his niece that he's never met. Exactly. And they actually get to spend a little bit of time and, and Philomena's pretty cold. She is stoic. Yeah. To Amy as well. I think that she kind of blames Amy, but she also blames the father as well. Yeah. Um, his sister Biagia uh is 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 much more welcoming uh to Amy because you know that I, I guess they, they really kind of did this behind, you know, the father's back and everything. Well, and, and part of it, like even uh he describes to Amy's father, you know, it's the fact that she's not Catholic, she's American. Like there's right. multiple things they right. don't like about her. And I guess it's and true. Then you add on top of the fact that he left the family business. Exactly. Yeah. That's probably the bigger. For his father. Yes. Right. But for the mom, like not Catholic, not as American, took right. my son away. I'm never going to see him again. But right. like, all of that. Right. So 
that's also like what one of the big things. So obviously that the, they're they're having the issues where he's having trouble settling in the LA with, mm-hmm. with the job. And then they have the issue where they're getting married and his family doesn't want to come. And you know, so so they really are like that's like this hurdle and they have to get over that hurdle. And then they get back to LA and I think and we do do go through some time jumps and they get to actually finally move into a place, you know, together. And then this is where Lino starts to get a break. He's like, you know what? The, the restaurant, um, Mangia Olive Garden, is is closing. Maybe I can do a pop up, do a pop up, and rent it out and, and and see what happens. But it also comes at a crosswords where Amy's at a crosswords with jobs, where there's a job that she loves that's on the table but less pay. But now she's got the opportunity to move up somewhere else. But it's not a job that she actually love, love, loves. Well, it's because they sunk all their savings and money into the pop up. Right, right. Betting on Lena. Right, and the, and the pop up goes really, really well. Yeah, and that's like you know because that was a, that was a weird part of contention was like. Amy's like, I need to keep the job that has more money to help support. And he's like, No, 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 no. Like, you, you be, you be happy. We'll figure it out. That that's what I love about his character is that he he always had that mentality of, sweetie, look, we both have dreams. Mm-hmm. Neither of us are going to sacrifice more than a little bit right. to give the other. Like, if this is not what you want, we'll make do. Right. We'll figure a way out to make sure we both have that chance to go for, for what we want. Right. Right. Uh, and this is where they end up like. The, the the pop up goes really well, mm-hmm. uh, and this is this is where I this is when I start when I figured out that Zora was the older sister, okay, because then they have tension because Amy has Zora's like I've always done everything for you and you never even think twice about me, because they're also dealing with the relationship between their stepmother who's been there with them since they were children, little, little children Mm -hmm. and their biological mother who Mm -hmm. basically left them and then reinserted herself into their lives. And she's a little crazy. So there's that dynamic that's in there as well that they're trying to maneuver. Then introduce Ken, the new guy who Zora's dating and and all that drama. Yeah. And, 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 and Amy didn't back Zora up like she said she would because she was so worried about Lino Mm-hmm. And the restaurant thing going so well. And it's just kind of like, you know, her Zora's just like, you know what, you everything is always about you. You it's okay for me to pick up all of your pieces and hold you together, but when I need you to really be there for me, you know, it's never you're there. Not. It's, yeah. it's never there. So 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 they have they have, you know, that kind of aspect. But this is where we see like we're like, oh my God, things are going well. But as things happen with Star Crossed Lovers, what what do we find out? So Lino is at home one day when Amy gets back from work and he's icing his leg and they're trying to figure out what's going on and she touches and... Well, he hit his knee at work. Oh, yes, yes. He hit mm. it. It wasn't getting better. It's still hurting. He's icing it because it was getting warm. So they go f- get it taken, you know, examined and find out he has a aggressive form of cancer. Cancer, y'all. Cancer. Yep. So... Can't catch a break. There's that. Uh, but and the thing is, it's that it's in his leg or his kneecap specifically. Um, if anything were to happen, like his leg would break, it would shatter, and that would spread through his body. Right. So he can't walk, stand, be aggressive on his leg, which means no chefing. Exactly. No cooking. No cooking in a restaurant setting. I mean, you probably cook at home when it's moving slower. And, and, and what exactly. Yes. So yeah. So that that really is like we we won't go further than that as far as like you know what what happens after. Um, but yeah, like the, the cancer thing really does like hit them, you know, really, really hard, um, as we know, or mm-hmm. as 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 it would in, in, in any 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 family or whatever. But that is where all that comes in of like star crossed, like things just can't go well. But at that point, and I think it's a great thing you see that I think her family you see now has accepted him as one of their own. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Th- th- this is where the the support really, 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 really comes in. Um, they are all just like this big, loud, boisterous family, and he's not used to that, but he's gotten used to it, and he understands mm-hmm. it after you know being together for a few years. Exactly. And you know, they do end up getting getting word to like to his family because I think that's another thing that I, I kept forgetting in this was that this is like this is like mid two thousands too, like or twenty ten, you mm-hmm. know, around that time, and um, they do get the word to the family of like, hey, he's having real health issues yeah like you need to, if you want to see him one more time just in case you you need to yeah, come yeah so we, we we'll we'll leave it at his family doesn't end up coming yep uh his mom his mom and his uh 
mom, dad, sister. Oh, the sister does come. I believe yeah. so. I don't believe they brought the niece. Right. I don't think so either because she's got a husband, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and, and they all come and they stay with uh, – in in their house with them, you know, to kind of mm-hmm. to kind of help out, and maybe it was just the mom and dad. I don't, I think, I can't remember. Yeah, um, I know it was at least those two, mm-hmm. and they come and stay, and it, it it is a little tense. Yeah, it's a little tense, but 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 they also really kind of, really kind of mesh mesh with the family as well. You know, there's that there's that language barrier. Yes, you know, Amy translator. Yeah, they, all season they do mesh really really well. You know, and kind of become a family together. <laughs> what was the comment? Who knew that? Um, a family from Texas and Italy would join or like Sicily, come together please. from Sicily, come together over um, baby back ribs. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but that, that was so you, so you really do see like their families really starting to merge and, and, and understand here's a, I, I, aside from the story, I, I, I do have a couple of questions because uh, I, I do know about the wedding because uh, Amy's dad paid for it because obviously he's a rich lawyer. And yes. Fine. But I'm like, um, at other time of the show, they spend a they they spend like a long time in like in Sicily, and I'm like, girl, what about your job? What about your rent? Who's paying your rent? Well, at that time they were showing with Zara. No, I mean like later in the show when she has that place that she has to, she has to spot the the house behind the house. I believe. Oh yeah, the people who own the house rent out the back room. The, the, yeah, the yeah. back house. Mm-hmm. Um, when when they had that, I'm like, and maybe they just waived her rent because they're just nice. They're just a nice gay couple. Well, you find out, but the the guy who one of the cup half of the couple like had a significant other who went through something like this. Right, understands. But but, but I'm like, what about your bills? Like I just think, okay okay. So that takes care of what about your light bill, girl? What about what, what about what about your car payment? Like like what about your phone bill? Like who's paying that shit while you out here gallivanting around? Is this a lead? Like 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 who's paying their bills? You just poking holes in it. I, I just, just had questions. Poke poke. Those were poke. That's not really real question questions, but I was like, you you just got time to just sit, just to be like out for, for weeks. What your job? Must be Actually, nice. Actually, that man was the 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 man the job. The guy at the job was very nice and in, in Italian as well. Yes. So yes, he was. They really do kind of lean into this thing of like, of like, oh my god, who is the? Uh, is that Olive Garden? It's like when you hear your family. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I, I didn't it like, even think about I was it. Like they really lean into this thing of like, of like in Sicily, like Philomena's like you know, basically she she had, she had a little monologue, but it all boils down to when you hear your family. <laughs> So, um, but, but, you, but that's, we, we do see that they're like, like they are very like, Hey, bitch, you here, like you're part of it. Yeah. We might not love it or love you, but we'll get to know you, but you're part of this family now. Like that kind of thing. Which I, is cool. I think it sums it up. It was one of the last couple quotes from Amy that Italian doesn't matter where you're born. It matters who your family is and you get to choose who you love and that can make you Italian. But the, and and, that, and I mean and, and we we use that in the gay community quite quite a lot in the LGBTQ plus community, um, we use that term of chosen family. Yeah, because a lot of the times, you know, unfortunately, you can be dis- disowned from your family for being lesbian, gay, bi, trans. Well, I've, I've heard some stories. Any of that. So your chosen family might not be blood. But you've chosen them, so they are your family now, and they will treat you as such. They will do whatever they need to, to to keep you succeeding, to lift you up, to support you. So it doesn't even matter at that point. Yeah, um, which which is uh, a really cool thing. I like I like that they that they felt the same way to say that here too, which was cool. Uh, so I think we can go to Bay. Yeah, let's do Bay. Yeah, do it. This was an easy one because literally you said that three weeks in a row. I know it because because I think the shows that we've watched recently and I could be wrong have just been very focused casts. They have been, if I'm correct, or, or not you know? Game of Thrones, but we didn't really pick a Bay of the Week right. for Game of Thrones. It, they they've been very they've been they've been small. So yeah. you really only have three a, a handful from, unless someone yeah. really broke out. And I, I mean, I mean, I I, I think that you can't. I think for me, I think you have to give it to to the main couple. You have to give it to to Amy and Lino. Thank you. I was gonna say you can't pick Zoe one. and Eugenio. Like you, you kind of have to. They both did really well. It, it there's a reason we picked Starcross Lovers as our party of three. There's a reason we've talked about them together in tandem. Yeah. Like the, they yeah. are, they have to be put together. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I love yeah. that. 
we've made these quick, quick and easy the past few weeks. Boom, like, boom, I boom. It. I love it. Uh, so, um, is this a watch or not? And I have a feeling. I'm going to put my mic <laughs> on, away. I'm going to let you go first. I have a feeling that MJ does, is going to say no. Because you guys, when we were trying to figure out our topic for Party of Three, for TV Party of Three, um, I was like, oh, what should our theme be for TV Party of Three? And MJ goes, I don't know, cliche romantic plot. So I was like, oh, my God, someone doesn't like this show. But here's the thing. I thought, did I did I think it was, I, I did get annoyed because I was like, gosh, this is like a lot of shit all the time. But then when I, when I realized that it was like actually written and that was, and that this is basically the story without like a lot of stuff really added in, I was kind of like, okay, well this stuff does happen. Maybe the reason I feel like it, maybe the reason I feel like it's redundant is because we have seen this before, but this shit does actually happen. So I kind of had to let that go. But I do think that it was a really cute show. I thought it was cute. I mean, I cried. Girl, I cried a lot. And then I, I love I love a good tour. You know, I love a good, you know, when when, when the cheese gets soggy. I, I soggy. <laughs> you showed me that earlier talking about Angel. God, that man. He's still good looking. Uh um, David Boreanis. Uh, but I think I'm I'm gonna say watch. Because I think if you really just want, I think if you really just want to watch a love story, like a really cute love story, that is that is cliche, but is based on a, a true story, and the fact that it is a predominantly black, it's a predominantly, it's a, it's a predominantly um, ethnic cast, because there aren't like I don't know if you count, I don't know if you can say Italian Sicilians are white or Caucasian. But technically, I guess they are. But I, I, I think when you say there's, a, there's Italian, Sicilians, and like Black Americans in it, like I think that it's like a really cool cast. And honestly, just watch it for the Zoe Saldana of it all. So I, I, I think it's a watch. I think it was a cute. I think it was a very cute, very well done show that really just like made me cry a little bit. So not the bitch want to cry. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn, bitch. Um. I'm going to say, take my opinion with a grain of salt. Oh, no, no, no. My, my headspace probably wasn't the best to watch this, sh- this show this week. Oh, yeah, you were thinking you. I, I was in a little bit of a grumpy mood you this week. So I'm saying. Dude, let's talk about this nigga. So. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I could tell. Because I would call, I'm like, hey, I have a question for you. And, you, and, you, and you'd be like, yeah. And you were so strained. I was like, look, I'm just trying, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to do things. I'm just trying to ask you a question. Like, I don't understand why you hate me. I, th- this was one of those weeks where I was trying to survive just to get through to Friday. Like, I, my headspace watching this was not the best. I was trying to make jokes. He wasn't even laughing, jerk. So, yes, take it with a grain of salt. But I, I am going to say, it, for me, it was not a watch. Yeah, that's fine. Zoe did a great job. Yeah. Her character was amazing. Mm. But her character was so whiny. She was a little whiny. Even when her sister points out that I've done so many things for you for my entire oh, life. I thought it was Zora. Nothing changed. Yeah. Literally. But things couldn't. But at that the point, wedding scene. The wedding scene. Oh my. I, I get it. But still. Yeah. Like. Oh. I don't know. It, it, like you said, it was cliche. The you go from the well, my my parents don't understand who I really am to my parents don't understand the love I've chosen to. Oh, his parents. It was just constant drama. You couldn't catch a break. Everything was a little overdone and cliche to me. She was so whiny. Nothing changed, even when things were brought up to point out the issues. They're like, oh, okay, thanks for letting me know. Let me do exactly what you just said. I'm like yeah, done in my whole life. I feel like that, but I also don't. I also feel like with, with the situations that was going on, like what what else could she do? There at was a certain point. There was some slack at the end. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. Yes, I did. I did cry. I, I teared up at the end. Like the last oh. couple. Oh, oh, oh my gosh! Like, whew. Oh. um, but no, I just it's fine. I just can't give it a watch. But oh, again, yeah. take take it with a grain of salt. Was it a good romantic story? Yeah. yeah. It, it was a, It was one of those loves for the ages. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. W- was my headspace in just instantaneous bad mood and probably you couldn't change me one way or the other? Yeah. So probably not the best to watch a love story, especially one of so much drama. But I just couldn't get past it. No, you're good. 
It makes sense. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's okay. It's, it's your opinion. I, w- I, w- I won't. I won't fight you on it. It's fine. All I know is that every episode, I was like, "Can we get some of that Italian food? Can we get some of that Sicilian? I'm sorry, Sicilian food, please." Oh my gosh, no. So the police. So back back to the point of like my, my mentality for the week. I I'm sure my wife, God love her soul, has heard too much of me complaining this week and bringing things up. So I jokingly walked in serious face. I was like. And you know what the worst part about everything is? And she's just like, I roll. She's like, God, what? And I was like, this Italian food looks good as fuck. I want to eat some goddamn pasta. And I got me a, a Sicilian mama to cook me any. Yeah, you got an Olive Garden. Oh, it looks so good. Does it? No, not Olive Garden. The food oh, and the I, show. I was like, I need you to get your shit together. Oh, those lamb shanks that he pulled out that in the first episode? Yeah. Oh. Everybody think Olive Garden look good till you eat it. <laughs> I don't think it looked good, but I mean that salad is fire. That salad that, is good. That's what I go for. But but I mean I'm not gonna say you can't fuck up a salad because you can fuck up a salad. But every time I go, to, I'm, I'm like I could do it. It'll be fine. We'll do it. And then I get there, and I'm like, why did I fucking come here? I did go get a, a salad from there the other day, and I don't know who was making them. I have never had so much red onion on a salad in my life. I love red onion. On a it salad. is so good. But the rest of the night, I I ate, I ate like. I don't know what I, I I had like a mint afterwards. I brushed my teeth. I I was burping onion for a day. Live in it, bitch. Oh my god. Live in it. All right, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, housekeeping. Have a great um, Thanksgiving. We yes. will not have an episode on the twenty eighth. Correct. Uh, because we will be celebrating this holiday and being and, a food coma. Yes, we'll be celebrating. You know, uh, the colonization of Native Americans. And the um, what was not the industrialism, but like the um, the the, I can't think of what I want to say about Black Friday being the entire month now. Yeah, actually, I'd rather that be the thing because to me, I'm like I'm not I don't need anything that bad, regardless. But still, yeah, yeah. All right, you all uh, have a great holiday, and we will catch you all back the first weekend in December. Woo! Talk soon. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at watchornotpod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at watchornot with J and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon.